Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. John 14, verse 1. Well, I don't know about you, but during COVID-19, we may have watched a few too many movies in our house. Some we've watched several times by now. And in every movie, whether it's Cool Runnings, or Disney's Descendants, or Moana, these are the type of movies we watch at least, there's always a scene that is scary. The island of Tafiti rises up in flames and throws flaming fireballs across the sea. Or Maleficent turns into that angry, fire-breathing dragon. Or Sanka, Doris, Yulbrenna, and Junya get flipped under the Jamaican bobsled. That's, that's unfortunately my best Jamaican accent. There's always a scene that makes the heart stop. The kids will cover their eyes and they'll run away from the TV because they can't bear to watch. There's a troubling scene in every movie. And and here's the thing, that they tremble even when it's a movie they've already seen. They know how the story will end. They know how it's all going to be all right. Tafiti will turn friendly once she receives her heart and... Maleficent will turn good once more, and the bobsled will rise, and the Jamaicans will walk, walk across the line triumphant. But yet every time when those bad scenes come, they still run and hide, and they shake and tremble. And so it is with all of us when scary scenes approach. We're no different than little children. We know how it's all going to end. Our Lord Jesus Christ will descend from the clouds, and the dead will rise from their graves, and the new heavens and the new earth will come, and death will be no more, no more tears, no more scary things, no more fear of monsters under the bed or fear of the dark or fear of lost jobs, disease, or evil and wicked people and things. No more cancer, no more sin, no more addictions, no more temptations, no more guilt or shame, but only perfect heavenly bliss. We'll see Jesus, the King of Kings, our Lord, and his beautiful bride, the church, arrayed in perfect splendor, radiant and redeemed by his own precious blood, a countless heavenly host, arrayed in pure white with bright green palm branches in their hands, all gathered around the Lamb who was slain and yet reigns triumphant, giving to each of us pure joy, goodness, celebration, and rest, and the greatest marriage feast that will have no end. There will be dancing and 
and singing and praising and and rich, rich food full of marrow and wine. Oh, the wine. It will be well refined. The best that you've ever tasted. We'll see the river whose streams make glad the city of God and the golden streets and the tree with leaves that that are the healing of all the nations, the throne of God and of the Lamb. We will see his face. There will be no more night, for the Lord our God will be our light, and he will reign forever and ever. It is the last scene that the scriptures play before our eyes again and again, reminding us of how it all will end. Isaiah 25, Ezekiel 47, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Thessalonians 4, and Revelation lays the scene before your eyes over a half a dozen times. We know how it's all going to end. And yet, during scary times... We so easily become filled with trouble. We run and we hide from what is happening right before our eyes, scared and troubled. And so our Lord Jesus says to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. See how much he cares for them? That he gives this word to his disciples ahead of time so that during the scary scene that was about to unfold, they would have his precious promise and cling to his word fervently. In John 14, Jesus told his disciples that one of them would betray him, that he would be taken away from them. He's told Peter that he's going to deny him three times, but Peter doesn't believe any of it. None of the disciples believe any of it. It all sounds foolish to them because Jesus was right there. They had it so good. They were with their Lord. Everything was fine. They did not need to be told, let not your hearts be troubled. Why even say that, Jesus? We have everything we need. You are our God, and you are with us, and in you we will never be troubled. And then they all make their empty promises. But oh, they will be troubled. And Jesus knew it. He does not give this word to them for now. He gives this word to them for later, when the nails would be driven, when his body would be lifted when he would draw his last breath. When the authorities would come looking to kill them too. Oh, troubling times will come. And then, dear child, then recall these words and hold fast to them. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. As long as the disciples had Jesus with them, They had no reason to worry. But when Jesus is executed, and executed so disgracefully, pitifully, and wickedly, their courage leaves them all. Filled with fear, they shut themselves up and hide in a room. They don't venture out into the open. They were too troubled in heart. The same Jesus, who previously had terrified all the chief priests in Jerusalem, had now become so feeble 
so weak. He was no longer the powerful one who raised the dead, who chased out the sellers out of the temple, who performed miracles. No, now he was weak, despised and rejected, a miserable man whom anybody could tread underfoot. He was spit on and punched and mocked, a far cry from the glorious figure that they once knew. And his disciples looked on and trembled at these scenes. What will become of us now? He, he was our comfort and our stay, but now he is gone. No longer, and we have no one to protect us or help us, and our enemies are too strong, too mighty, and we are weak. We are forsaken. We are lost. They forget how it was all going to end. And so do you when the bad scenes unfold. You lose heart and forget about that heavenly banquet and the everlasting joys of paradise. And so Jesus speaks these words, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Not just to the disciples there in that upper room, but they are spoken to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Because Jesus knew that you needed those words for times like these. As a good and faithful Lord, Jesus anticipates your anxieties and fears. He knows troubling times will come upon you. He knows there will be times of despair. He knows there will be pain and pandemic. He knows there will be confusion and deep, deep sorrow that strikes your heart. He knows the times that you will run from his word and hide from his light. He knows when your plans will be overthrown and perish like a vapor, a mist that is here today and gone tomorrow, when everything will seem thrown up in the air and so unsettled. And so he comforts you by telling you ahead of time what you will encounter so that when it happens, you may recall what he has told you in advance. Let not your hearts be troubled at these times, dear child. I know you very well and what will all take place. How terror and fear will at times overwhelm you when I'm lifted up on that cross and you will be filled with much trepidation. Your hearts will melt within you at the things that you see and hear, and you'll barely even know where to turn or who to trust. And so I'm telling you now, before all of this takes place, to keep you from growing faint-hearted, don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Trust in Him. Believe in me. Trust in me. And so our good and faithful Lord gives to us precisely the promise 
that our fearful hearts need in the midst of scary scenes. He says to his disciples, he says to you, In my Father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Believe him, dear saints at Trinity, the day is coming when you will walk into that heavenly room, the room that our Lord Jesus has prepared perfectly just for you the place prepared for you. He will come again with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And he will take you to himself, that where he is, you may be also. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.